0: Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Nat Talks. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much for giving me a chance and I hope that you find something that resonates with your spirit. If this is not your first time listening, thank you for supporting me. I appreciate it. Let's get into today's episode. So I'm outside because I needed to commune with nature. So we are communing with nature, okay? That's what we're doing today. So for this week, all of my podcast episodes are going to be outside. So you're going to hear birds, maybe you hear a plane, the wind, an animal, everything. So let's get into it. What are we talking about today? Today we're talking about something that I've gone through and something that, ah, it's something that I don't even know how to describe it, but it's something that a lot of us have experienced at one point or another, bullying. Today we're talking about bullying. And there are many forms of bullying, you can bully someone mentally, emotionally, physically, even spiritually you can bully someone. I hope we know this, that you can bully someone, you can, if it goes higher than that, you can abuse someone in all forms, okay? And so this is a topic, it just takes me back to school, because I've been bullied twice severely in my lifetime, and also, you know, sometimes you just experience bullies every now and then in the workplace or in your friend circle. Maybe someone brings someone along and you're just thinking, oh, I don't know if this person is really a nice person because they seem to bully those around them. And it's also possible to bully people into doing things. That's the other thing that we don't understand or that we tend to forget. So let me start first with my story. <clears throat> I'm even clearing my throat because it's serious. But let me start with my story. So the first time I got bullied, and you can also be bullied by family, by the way. It's not exempt. They're not exempt just because it's family, no. But the first time that I was bullied severely is um, when I was in boarding school. And what happened is that I had been talking. You know how when you're kids, you know, you just talk to somebody before, like, anything happened. You just chat with them. So this guy, his name, I don't know, let me not say his name. (laughs) No, I'll say his name. His name was Harrison. And um, what he did is that he wanted to get to know me, right? So I think I was about 14-ish, I want to say. So he decides on to get to know me. He was two grades above me. And I'm friendly enough, I say, okay, fine. So he starts sending notes, right? And I'm like, okay, you seem nice enough, you seem like a chill guy. But at the end of the day, I don't want to take that further, Right. So, on the last day of school, before I get picked up and they drive back to the soccer, I tell this guy that I don't want to have anything with him. Okay? That's what I say. And, what does this man proceed to do? This man proceeds, and because it's the last day, so most people are already gone. This man proceeds to, or this boy, he was a boy back then. He proceeds to, because I've said no, he gets very angry And he decides that he's going to come and talk to me directly. And he's trying to talk to me and he's shouting and he's screaming and he's calling me things, you know, to the point where I was so scared that I actually locked myself in the bathroom. That's how scared I was. He was ready to beat me because I said no and I said I didn't want to do anything. And his thing was, oh, basically you've wasted my time. And I'm just thinking to myself, but, you know, talking is one thing, but being with you is a totally different thing. I was so scared I, was, I had to lock myself in the girls' bathroom until he left because my mom hadn't picked me up yet. So you can imagine being trapped in the girls' bathroom, just waiting for someone to leave. And someone is waiting for you also to come out. So that was one instance of bullying. And of course, it's a small bullying that has happened to me in my lifetime. But the big t- incidents is this one. And the second incident um, is when I went to ISL. I will not name these people because I'll give power to them. And I don't think they knew the effect. Like, I don't think they knew how much they affected me with what they were doing. Or affected me with what they were doing. I think for them it was just a fun little game that they were playing. But the thing with bullies is that you, it's a game. For the person, it's hurt. You know, it's not a game. It's not a fun thing to do. It's hurting. Um, so <clears throat> I went to... I went to... Oh, gosh. I just. As you can hear, I'm even struggling to talk about it because I just, you know, when something happens to you that kind of just affects you in a way. So I had this group of people and there was a ringleader, of course, because every BE group, (laughs) I'm I'm sure you can fill in the blank, but every group has got that one person. That's the main one. So we had, I had that one in that group. Okay. And she decided for whatever reason that I was a good target And what she did is she enlisted others to also mock me and make me feel paranoid. So they weren't doing things like, I don't even know how to describe the type of, it was nuanced bullying. So it wasn't like you could physically point and say, oh, they pushed me or they bumped into me. No, what they would do is when they know I'm around, they start whispering so that I can know that they're talking about me. Then they'll start laughing, you know, or they'll start making fun of me. And then it's just that thing of where someone's making fun of you, but they won't say your name. But then they're looking at you and they're saying something. So you know that, okay, this is about you. You know, that type of intent. And they'll do it whenever they could. Break time, class time. Like, I was not off limits at any point to them. They really would just go out of their way to make sure that I knew I was being mocked. I was being teased. I was being talked about. And it reached a stage where we were sitting in class And because I have gap teeth, this guy made fun of my gap teeth. And he was part of that group. And I just burst into tears. I've never cried in a classroom, ever. And no matter what someone does to me or says to me, because I always think, I don't want to be that person that's giving you that power. I can cry in private. But that day, I cried. I totally cried. Complete breakdown in the middle of my class. And my teacher, God bless him wherever he is, he was the nicest person he Let me go to the bathroom and just, you know, have a moment to myself. And then he also made sure that when he got back, when I got back to the classroom, the person who said that thing apologized. He was forced to apologize, you know. But it's just that thing of even when he was apologizing, I know that he didn't mean it. It was just a game to them. I was a game, a fun game to play when they're bored, you know. But I just had had enough because it had been going on for months. And, you know, you don't want to be that person that's not strong enough to handle something. Which is why we previously talked about what? Toxic strength? Hello? This is where the linkages come in. But you don't want to be that person that's not strong enough to handle something. You know, especially because it seems small. It does seem small. But you can imagine the psychological damage of... Every single day, if you have a class with a certain person, you know that they're going to make fun of you, they're going to laugh at you, they're going to tease you, they're going to mock you, they're going to be staring at you and you're wondering why are they looking at me like that, you know, it gets to you. So it was months and months and months and it finally just came out in my class and I burst into tears because I'd had enough, you know, and I felt so embarrassed that I cried because it was like, <laughs> we are probably maybe 20 in that class, so you can imagine crying full-on ba- bawling my eyes out, you know. Um, but, again, I do appreciate my teacher who made sure that he took accountability and apologized for what he said. So these are just two instances of how the power of bullying can really change you, you know. And then when we talk about smaller instances, I have family, you know, sometimes you have family and friends that think they're doing you a favor by commenting on something, but it's not a favor, it's also actually bullying. So I had certain family members who would tell me, and like if I would eat, I'm there, I'm eating. I want to get a second round. Would tell me, are you sure you should have a second round? Are you sure? Are you sure you should have a second round? And you start doubting yourself. It's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have a second round. You start looking like, am I gaining weight? What's happening? Why? Am I, why should I not eat right? And so, and then every time they see you, they start saying things like, oh. Wow, Isha really putting on weight. Wow, you're really putting on weight. Wow, what have you been eating? Ah, wow, you're eating good at home, hey? Those little comments, that's also bullying. So if you're somebody who does that, it's bullying. Once Once is quite enough. But when you do it repeatedly, my friend, that's bullying. Okay, even this thing of where you bully someone and say it's a joke, it's not a joke. You were bullying the person and you can't own up to the fact. You know, and for years, for years, I had certain family members that would always just make fun of my weight or make a comment about my weight. Every single time I saw them, that's the only thing they had to say to me. And it made me develop a complex, you know, and we'll talk about this in another episode. But I actually developed a serious weight issue, body image issue, body dysmorphia. So even now, I still face a thing because I was constantly told, you're too big, you're too big. When I was a size 10, can you imagine size 8 size 10 and someone is telling you you're too big you're gaining weight um yeah so it really just changed the way i saw myself and i started seeing myself as someone unworthy someone who should hide away you know i stopped wearing certain things because i'm thinking i'm not skinny enough to wear this i'm too fat you know it really just started to affect me mentally because then I'd also start to compare myself to those other skinny cousins. And look at them and say, why can't I be like her? I hate myself. I wish I looked more like my skinny cousin that everybody adores and loves. You know, it was just insane, insane. And I developed body dysmorphia, which is something that I still struggle with up to today. Um, but it's gotten much better now. But it reached a very, very, very toxic stage where I couldn't actually stand to look at myself in the mirror. Because of that constant commenting and just constant commenting and judging of my appearance by certain people and you know what's funny um so i was at a funeral for my uncle and what does someone proceed to do he proceeds to make a joke about my weight and he says oh wow you've gained so much weight oh i guess you're eating right i should start eating like you so i can also gain and this is in the middle of my uncle's funeral and i'm just sitting there and i'm just thinking what what has possessed you to think that this is okay to say And to make it a type of joke. No, you mean what you're saying. Because it's not the first time. He's one of those repeat customers. You know, but the fact that he had the goal to tell me this while I'm in the middle of grieving for one of the most, the people that I love the most in this world. Oh, I was mad. I was mad. And to my credit, I didn't say anything. I didn't even respond to his comment. Because you know what's more painful when people are bullying you? in a certain way and yet you still have to kind of encourage the bullying by laughing because it's family or friends and they're joking in quotation marks it's not a joke they mean it (laughs) you know so i didn't engage with him in any way i just walked away i walked away i decided i'm not going to laugh and pretend this is a joke that you're doing or a bit that you're doing i walked off okay so these are my instances of bullying because i just wanted to share so that if you're someone who's going through a similar situation or you've been bullied before and people try and make it seem like, ah, oh, they're just joking or, oh, it's a small issue. No, if it hurts, it hurts, okay? And don't anybody tell you, no, it's a small thing or it's just joking. No, people have intent, you know, and we have to understand that when we say things, we should be very careful with what we're saying and how, how we're saying it. Because look at me now back then guys I was skinny (laughs) I was skinny like I actually was just fine and now because I've gone through a process with myself I can look back on pictures and say wow Natalie now you're a bigger sized person you were actually fine back then you were fine so now I can look back and really just understand how much I was manipulated and bullied that it led me to build up this complex within myself where I was unsatisfied with how I looked. I was constantly comparing myself and dieting and trying all of these crazy things to lose this supposed weight that I had put on. You know, and the fact that you keep criticizing people, even after I would given birth, you know, people are asking me, so when are you going to lose the baby weight? You know? And I'm just saying, like, I have pushed the human being out of my body. I should be allowed a grace period before we were back to making these comments. Because, of course, the comments had stopped because now I was pregnant. So after the pregnancy, it was back to, well, then, when are you going to lose the weight? Wow, you've put on some weight. You know, and again, looking back on the pictures, I was actually still fine. Even now I'm fine. I'm a thickums and I love it. You know, I love it. And I've just decided to accept myself for who I am. But it doesn't change the hurt that you experienced in the past. It doesn't change the way that people have made you feel. You know, which is why we have to be very careful with what we say to people and how we say it. Because you may be thinking, I'm making a harmless joke, but you don't know the hurt behind your words. You don't know what that person is struggling with and what they're going through while you're telling them these jokes or just straight out being mean, you know. And it's not okay. It's not okay for us to take out our experiences that are happening elsewhere on other people. For example... You have a bad day at work and then you come home and you're belittling me and you're demeaning me and you're saying all types of things because you're going to stress. Because that's another thing that people do. As we're making excuses for bullying, we say, oh, no, you don't understand the stress I'm going to. That's fine, you're going to stress, I feel for you. But that doesn't mean that it must now make me your punching bag because of things you're dealing with outside of our interaction and our relationship. Because a lot of the times, people always use stress and All these things are scapegoat stress. I was just joking. Oh, don't take it too seriously. Oh, it's just a small thing. You know, all of these cop-outs. But we have to be able to say enough is enough when it comes to bullying. I know it's hard, especially when it's family, because that's a whole other level. But again, and I know it's hard when you're an African and it's family, because you have to respect your elders and all this. But I think we have to reach a stage where we have to have boundaries with one another. And we have to know when you're pushing the boundary... And when we need to re-establish a boundary. So it's not okay for that auntie to talk to you in a demeaning way. It's not okay for that uncle to comment on your weight for the thousand times that you go at home and you're now thinking, "Ish, I need to start dieting. That's not okay anymore. And it's not okay for us to cop out and make excuses. Just because we're struggling with something doesn't give us the right to bully other people and to make them feel less than. You know? And it doesn't give us the right to manipulate people into thinking that they should be okay with the fact that they are not okay with something. You know, it's not okay for us. Oh, I was just joking. Don't take everything so seriously. Sorry, you thought I meant it. I was just playing around. All of those things are people who are avoiding responsibility. So it's up to you as a person. If you're someone who's experiencing bullying, whether it be in the workplace or your personal life, you know, you need to be able to establish for yourself that this is not Okay. And you should be able to talk to the person and say, look, I don't like the way you talk to me. I don't like the way you're behaving towards me. And I need you to stop it. And I know that that's so hard to do. Trust me, as someone who's been bullied and has had such interactions, I know how hard it is. But we need to reach that stage now where we're fighting back and we're taking back our space. We're taking back boundaries. We're setting up how we want to be treated. You know, because at the end of the day, we need to at least say something. We say something, if you say something and the person is still not receptive, then maybe they shouldn't be in your life. Or if you're in a work environment that's like that, yes, it's nice to have money, but maybe we should be somewhere else where we're appreciated and respected and have boundaries. Because it's so easy for us to also say, yeah, but he's my boss, so I can't say anything. Or yeah, he's my boss, he's just stressed, that's why he's talking to me in this way. You know, because we let people get away with it. That's why bullying continues so much. You know, and you can be bullied, like I said, on a small scale, large scale, it doesn't matter. As long as it's something that's making you uncomfortable, something that's hurting you, something that's making you angry, something that you just feel should not be done to you or said to you, you need to stand up for yourself. And I wish that somebody had talked to me and said, listen, Natalie, stand up for yourself. Because I've had so many instances where you let people even just bully you into doing things that you don't want to do because it's a friend and they're telling you, ah. Oh, why can't you just go with the go with go along with everyone? Or it's a work situation and telling you, Yeah, do the work. You have no and you think you have no choice because that's my boss. I can't say no, even though I'm taking on three hundred times the workload, it's fine because it's my boss. You know, so those situations I wish someone really told me that it's up to you to show people how they must treat you. And yes, it's not that simple because bullies, you know, some, some bullies do it anyway. But we have to reach a stage where, even when the bully is trying to hurt us, we have steps in place that we can take. You've already established your boundary and said, nope, don't do this with me. They continue. Then maybe talk to someone who they know, who they'll listen to. For example, if your friend is doing something that you don't like and they're bullying you, you go to their auntie, their favorite auntie, and say, hey, auntie so-and-so, can you please talk to your nephew because he's treating me this type of way and I don't want that. Okay? If that doesn't work, if it's work, you know, HR is also a thing. That's something that we don't do as Africans. They just, say, ah, it's okay, it's just stressed, and she's just stressed, and he's joking, she's joking, but we need to get into that space where we're trying to protect ourselves and protect our peace as much as we can. And escalate it. If you talk to the person they don't, stop, escalate it. If you talk to someone they know and they don't, stop, escalate it. If it's cyber, even cyberbullying, that's such a new thing. But even that, if you have people who are making funny comments on your pages, harassing you, doing all these things, report them. You know that there's actually a cybercrime division. There's a cybercrime act now. So whether you're on Insta and someone is doing this or they're doing this to you in real life, all means are valid as bullying. And all ways of bullying are valid. Okay? So you just have to make sure that you're protecting yourself. Because life is too short to be putting up with people bullying us and demeaning us and making us feel like we're less than, you know, and just coercing us into doing things. So escalate it, escalate it, escalate it until the person realizes, okay, you know what, here, yeah? I can't, I can't do this. And please, I'm not saying you must now become the, the villain and start bullying them back, no. But you must make it clear from the get-go I don't like what you're doing. And if they're still doing it, escalate it however you can. If it means reporting them to HR, do that. If it means reporting them to the police, do that. If it means reporting them at work, do that. <laughs> if it means reporting them online, do that. We have to take back our peace and protect it at all costs. You know. And even if it's family, be ruthless. Whether it's family, friends, your corporate life, you have to be ruthless. Because that's the only way people stop. That's what I've realized. Um, because that whole thing of, yeah, turn the other cheek, don't let them see that it's affecting you. That's well and good, but it doesn't change the fact that it's affecting you. Because as we heard in my story, look, now I'm still suffering the consequences of all those times when I was bullied about my weight and didn't say anything or do anything. Because I thought if I just keep quiet, they'll go away. They don't go away. It only encourages them more. Because you're keeping quiet, which means that it's fine for them to do. That's how they rationalize, eh? Because you're keeping quiet, they'll say, oh no, it's fine, it's just a game we're playing, it's a joke we're doing, she's in on the joke, he's in on the joke, you know? So it's not okay. Do not accept bullying, and also if you're somebody who's bullying others, whether it's by doing getting them to do things that you want them to do, that they don't want to do, whether it means trying to manipulate them, influence their decisions, whether it's physical, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, please stop being that person. Because at the end of the day, you're doing damage on somebody who's done nothing to deserve it. And it's not okay to bully someone also because they bullied you. I know that it seems like sweet revenge, but it's not okay to do that because you can't sink to that level. When you start saying, let me, f- let me do it back so that you see how it feels, you've sunk to that level. And I know that it's hard because sometimes you just want to get that revenge. I know, <laughs> I understand. But you shouldn't sink to their level because then they're pulling them down, they're pulling you down with them. And you don't wanna be that person that is now you were up here and then now you're back on you're on the floor at their level doing their their stuff. Whether and just whether you feel even if you think that it's something small, it's not guys, like every single thing matters, no matter how small, no matter how big. So going forward, if you're someone who's being bullied, I hope that you're going to step up and stand up for yourself because that's your right as a human being. And it's your right to protect your peace, your right and your duty to protect your peace. Because it can get very scary and there's serious situations of bullying. People are being abused, they're being harassed, they're being controlled. I understand that, but we also have to Think of the fact that there are also the small ways of bullying, where somebody's helping you change decisions, they're controlling aspects of your life, they're controlling your behavior, they're behaving in you, towards you in a way that you don't feel comfortable with. That's also bullying. So I really, really hope that going forward, if you're someone who's being bullied, that you will take all these steps that I've told you and you'll do something about it. And if you're somebody who's doing the bullying, I hope that you change because you do not know the effects that you have on people. And there's no need to do this. There's no excuse for bullying. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. I know I talk so much about this, but it's something that I'm passionate about, clearly. (laughs) As you can see, as someone who's gone through it and been through it, I've been bullied in relationships too, you know. As I said, somebody trying to control you and trying to control your behavior, manipulate you, gaslight you, that's bullying. Okay? And we're going to talk about relationship bullying on its own in another episode because I think that's very important so each level of bullying that I've mentioned we're going to take an episode and discuss it in a deeper way but we need to first get it out there that bullying is not okay this is what I should do this is what I shouldn't do and if I'm bullying someone I should change thank you so much for listening see you next time